Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. to another episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, a musical podcast about musicals by musical people. Oh my goodness, how many musicals can you fit in one sentence? One more. One more. One more, do it. Musicals. Uh, It's me, KB. I'm going to be your host today and we are talking about one of the greatest shows ever. It's my favourite, but first, joining me at the table is Julie Eisentrager and... Miranda Selwood. And our super special guest, Ooh. Helen Stevens. Hi, Helen. <laughs> Thanks Hi, for KB. bringing this awesome show to the table. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Oh, anytime. <laughs> Guys, we are talking about Heather's It Is My Favourite. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's, we're so excited. It's very rare that we all agree on a musical, but it's happened today. And before we jump into it, though... We're going to get to know you a bit more, Helen. Oh! <laughs> yeah, Miranda, please, would you introduce this segment? Getting to know you, getting to know all about Helen. Oh, they, oh there's a name now. Yeah. Getting more and more normal each time she does it at the moment. <laughs> and now it's just a moment for Miranda to show her talent. Yeah. Um, okay, are you ready? Okay, <laughs> definitely. The first question is, what musical character would other people compare you to? Well, uh, when I asked my partner this morning the exact same question, he looked at me and he went, well, Annie, of course. Oh. And then I got really upset of about that. <laughs> and yeah, I asked thanks. a much better friend. <laughs> and he suggested that it was more like Eliza Doolittle. Oh, very nice. Oh, That's so yeah. nice. Or so they think you're a bit common. <laughs> <laughs> totally true. <laughs> I would say but vivacious and confident. Okay. Yeah, vivacious um. and confident. All right. She's a fixer-upper. We're going to move on to the next question. She's really a well. friend. <laughs> Before Julie insults all of your friends, we'll move on to the next question. <laughs> um, what musical character or which musical character would you like other people to compare you to? Well, I guess I was hoping for more like a Maria from Sound of Music. Perhaps. <laughs> we'll get there. People, you've heard it here. If Helen asks you the question again, <laughs> Maria uh, is there. Something in like Maria from the Sound of Music. <laughs> Miranda nailed it. Yeah. I look at you and I just think, that woman could never be a nun. <laughs> dream role see if you'd asked like 14 year old me (laughs) I probably would have said Christine from Phantom but I know but then I grew up and I realized (laughs) that uh, there are some serious flaws in that musical (laughs) quite a few (laughs) and I felt really really bad about ever wanting that I feel like we've all been there I'm like yeah (laughs) 
she's amazing. <laughs> it's I my know. voice is perfect. Oh, wait, she's yeah. a rubbish role. I know. And, but the thing is, my other favourite role of all time, and this is probably saying a little too much about me, uh, is that I'd, I'd actually really love to be Millie from Seven Brides with Seven Brothers. Oh, so, oh not the Millie I was thinking of. No. like equally problematic. <laughs> Oh wow! It's fine. That's why it's a role. It's not about I you. Know, it's just I know, I know. But uh, yeah, give me a redhead in a back well backwards anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is your favorite sometime show? Oh, it would have to be Sweeney Todd. Amazing, mm. love it. Great one. Um, what is your go-to shower song? See, uh, usually it's it's uh, very dependent on how I'm feeling. Fair, very fair. <laughs> so it tends to change from, uh, I don't know, like Christmas jingles through to like, <laughs> oh gosh, um, oh, is it? No, I, 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 Hills Are Alive, I suppose, is a lot of that too, but yeah. <laughs> Whatever you're feeling in the moment. Very emotional singer, let's just put it like that. <laughs> I hear you. All right what we've all been waiting for guys Mm -hmm. i know it's what everyone listens for too you have to delete one musical from existence it cannot be cats we've burnt it we've buried it we've killed it many times and it still keeps bouncing back it has so many lives (laughs) what musical would you delete but that's what i had chosen (laughs) look i'm always happy for another vote for cats No, we need another oh, one. We need a new one. Need another yeah. one. That I would there's delete. Lots, there's plenty that yeah. could, we're probably done with. I mean, oh, see, I also had any other like dinner theatre show put yeah. down. But um, but I also feel a little bit mean in saying that. <laughs> I had a bad experience, I'm sure, at school. Um, but if I guess, oh, look, maybe there is a Sondheim that I wasn't particularly keen on mm-hmm. and it would be The Boyfriend, I think. We're going to cut it. It's gone. Done. It's deleted. It no <laughs> longer exists. Oh, Miranda, it's okay. I actually, it's a really cute show. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, sometimes you have to let go of your favourite things. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's one of my favourites. <laughs> well, but... We're deleting it. It's gone. I like I like it. <laughs> While um, Miranda mourns the boyfriend, we're going to play a little <laughs> bit of music and then we're going to come back and talk about Heather's what, what. <laughs> <Amazing>. <laughs> guys we Sorry, I thought you were about to launch launch into Oklahoma just then oh, oh Oklahoma God. no I would never that's the next show Why? to be deleted from existence <laughs> oh. Sorry Oklahoma but I do not like you um, <laughs> she says having seen it twice recently. so many times so problematic anyway that's not what we're talking about we're talking about one of the greatest musicals ever written and that is Heather's um let's just launch straight into it I love this show. I think it's so fun. It always, well, it's not always a great production, but it's always a fun production that you're like excited for by the end of it, right? Oh, completely. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I've seen it so many times and I listen to it on the daily. (laughs) So I worked out this is the musical I have seen the most on stage. Really? What? Yeah. How many times? I've seen it now five times on stage. (gasps) Holy moly. Wow. I think so, yeah. Three, five is five. pretty pretty good. That's impressive. Yeah. Um, 
there are some pretty interesting facts and stuff out there about Heathers. Um, but a lot of it also stems from the cult movie classic that has been transferred into the musical. Um, what are some things that we've found out about Heathers? Guys. Or should I start? Maybe I'll start. Um, I happen to what have seen KB's <laughs> notes before and it starts with fun facts it's and there's so many about facts. eight lines on it. So. I love fun facts. Fun facts are the best. So before we like go into like history or anything. Can I just share one fun fact? Yes. I saw this um, oh. in New York City uh, <laughs> just like on the same trip that Zane and I went to the Tony Awards. I just wanted to put that out. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Zane coming back from that trip and being like, you should listen to this show and I've never looked looked back since so thank you producer Zane for introducing me to my favorite musical it's actually Zane's fault that we went to see it that that day because I'm um I it wasn't on the top of my list it wasn't anywhere on my list I hadn't even heard of it I'd never seen the movie it was based on I was just like "Eh, whatever um (laughs) and we had was sort of toward the end of the trip and I picked a show that we went to see and Zane picked a show that we went to see I can't even remember what I picked but um I do remember vividly being so happy that we had gone to see Heather's Mm -hmm. and um I think it was probably the best show that we saw in our whole trip amazing wow Easily. Easily. As far as – like, what did we see just before that? Gentleman's, Gentleman's Guide. Guide was very good. Um, we went to see Avenue Q because Amazing. we had both worked on yes. it. And it was, like, tired and sad and unhappy. Oh. Yeah. Very disappointing. But then Heather's. And then Heather's was like, oh, I don't even know what this is. So my expectations were, like, nowhere. I wouldn't yeah. say they were low, but they just didn't know what I was in for. Yeah. And I freaking loved it. It's yeah. so – Good. Loved it. Loved it. Can I tell you a little story about? Yes. Um, so uh, I was really lucky. I went to London for mm-hmm. eight weeks last year, and just before I left, I realised that I'd never actually seen the movie, and so I watched it, you know, from top to tail, yeah. you know, jaw on the floor most of the time. Had no idea it was as incredible as it was. Yeah. Having always been a Breakfast Club fan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then when I got to London, and I was sort of on today ticks, and I was trying to find all these amazing cheap tickets that I could go, you know. For shows I could go and see and Heather's came up and I thought oh well I love the movie I have yeah. to have to absolutely go and see it and then you know like it's like two rows back from the front of the stage and it just completely renewed my faith in musicals again mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've ever quite been blown away like I was it's so good. <laughs> and it was day. such a good cast mm. it was such good and it had just been revamped so the West End production and the Broadway production are slightly different there are some different songs there are a few different lines and whatnot. Um, for example, uh, Blue, which is the <laughs> one that Ram and Kurt sing. This is such an interesting story. I know. It got cut from the West End production. It got Your Welcome got added into it. Because of what was the reason i remember i remember it was slightly too rapey i think there was something about the humor i'll figure it out i'll come back to you zane's gonna google for me and he's gonna tell me what the reason is i actually i did some reading today (gasps) yeah and um and the the writers actually have this beautiful section in the back of the um the book that you can buy where they talk about their version of the songs and all sort of stuff and, and what they thought about it and interestingly they 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 talk about it being quite um polarizing because some people didn't quite get no they how didn't understand dark and subversive a song they were actually 
like trying to go for. Yeah. And so by rewriting it the way they did, they actually managed to give Veronica a voice in the in the moment. Yeah. Um, and that's what I like about your welcome. Julie and I were talking about this last week when we went and saw it. Is or that yesterday or <laughs> whenever you guys could be listening to this a year from now. I don't know. Um, but I prefer your welcome over Blue because she does fight back and she does – you have that commentary going through her head the whole time of how does she get herself out of this particular situation, um, which is Kurt and Ram, the two jocks of the school, have decided that they want her for wherever, however they like, and she really doesn't have a say about it in mm. that moment. Um, I, I do get somewhat sad that we miss a little bit of that, like, colour play that runs throughout Heather's mm-hmm. when we take away the song Blue. Yes, true. <laughs> um, but Veronica gets a voice over colour play. So mm. I mean, I like oh, colours. Much of a muchness, really, in there. I think they both have their place. They um, do. Can we do the these the twenty second rundown of the plot? Oh yes, Helen. Would you like to? Oh, do the or is it two minutes? It's, it's two minutes. It's like, let's go one minute. Oh, One minute. Have to be yeah. Quick. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you fit good. it all? In? <laughs> I know that the movie is like three hours long, and the musical's not that. <laughs> so it is based on a movie from yes. nineteen eighty nine. Although the fact like checker that. has just stepped away from the table. I'm fact checking. <laughs> <it's fine. laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it. It's true. It's true. It's nineteen eighty nine. And the nineteen eighty eight film of the same name. <laughs> Right. Uh, the musical sticks pretty closely to the movie plot, yeah. to the original plot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's ready. Helen has brought the materials to be able to do this in 60 seconds. Are you ready? Oh, man. All right. Okay, have so. a timer. Oh, wow. We're actually timing uh, Yeah, it. I'm so on Very serious about to, this. Because, you know, I don't want the episode to run long. That's my job. I do that. Here we go. All right, a five, still six, doing it. a five, six, seven, eight. So unlike in the film, Heather's The Musical is actually about Veronica Sawyer who is journeying through high school and decides that she wants to hook herself in to the, uh, you know, like the, the popular, top popular. shelf popular group girls uh, by offering her services as a forgery artist. Uh, the story then goes like rampantly through the ins and outs of, uh, you know, teenage uh, high school life um, and all of the issues that come with that, uh, including her meeting JD, who is a psychopath, and the two of them then work together to murder and kill off all of these problematic people in their social circle at high school. Accidentally. Yes, totally. Accidentally. Accidentally on purpose. (laughs) Accidentally on purpose, yes. (laughs) Some of them are accidental. (laughs) For Veronica. (laughs) Yes. But at the heart of this show, I would say, is an incredibly subversive story about hope and um, and I guess the – Whoa, that's my one-minute timer. You did very well, though. <laughs> Thank you. You did very well. Finish your sentence. We'll let you finish your sentence. Oh. I did interrupt, so. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> no, no. So, uh, yeah, I, I – obviously the um, – am I, am I allowed to give away the ending? Yes. Is that okay? All right. They know what so. they're in for when they listen to this. Uh, so, uh, you know, Veronica, um, of course, realises that things have gone too far and decides to throw her whole self into trying to um, right the wrongs that, um, uh, that these murders, I guess, have created in their lives and uh, ends up saving all of the students um, from Westerberg High from their terrible, fiery uh, fate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, apart from the three that are already dead. And yes. <laughs> the person still in the building when they're going to blow up. <laughs> 
takes it to four. Um, yeah, so it was a film first with Winona Ryder and Christian oh, Slater. So good. Mm. Nice. So good. Christian oh, Slater Christian in Slater. all his glory. Whatever happened to Christian Slater? He I'm was on West End in a play last year. Oh, was he? Yes. He's doing some stuff. He was, I thinking it was a rhetorical question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to let you have a rhetorical <laughs> question, Miranda. I'm going to answer it every time. No, that's cool. Um, now I know. He got not hot. <laughs> no, he still is. He's just slightly grey and a little liney. <laughs> He's older. Um, the name Veronica came from the Archie comic. So in the film, Veronica and Betty are friends mm. and they are Veronica and Betty from the Archie comics. That's where their names came from. Betty is not in the musical. She's kind of melded in with um, Martha. It's Martha's character is kind of the embodiment of literally every other character that isn't a Heather in the film. Um, and then the last names came from um, Mark Twain's classic characters, Sawyer and Finn. So they he just, yeah, lots of lots of things. But I think my two of my favourite fun facts, guys, two, 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 is one, it's Westerberg High because Winona Ryder uh, really liked The Replacements. And the singer-songwriter from that band is Paul Westerberg. <laughs> so it's a Westerberg high for that reason. Um, and JD says, colour me impressed, which is one of their songs. So ah. it's just like a constant like thing. And Ick Lug Bullets, <laughs> which uh, JD says he's going to use on Curtain Ram um, to like just stun them and like – then they'll wake up and everyone will be laughing at them because they'll pretend that they're they'll write a fake suicide note and make them out to be uh, a couple. Um, is German for I'm lying. Oh. Uh, so he basically tells Veronica straight up that he is not going to be playing very nice and he is definitely going to kill the boys. Yeah. But she doesn't speak German, so... <laughs> and this she is why everyone know. needs to learn German <laughs> exactly. in school. That's what I'm saying, guys. Exactly. I always wondered. <laughs> I know. Um, an initial reading of this musical took place in 2010 um, and Kristen Bell read for Veronica. <gasps> Yeah. It's so cute. What is, was it that? She yeah. had the cutest little Veronica that ever was. <laughs> but also, like, kind of sassy. Like, yeah, yeah. She, I just well, feel she, like it would have been Veronica Mars. Yeah. <laughs> singing absolutely. some songs. But I don't hate that. No, not at all. I love that. Um, it then got uh, taken from the initial reading into a concert version that had Annalie Ashford, Jeremy Jordan, and James Snyder in the cast. James Snyder. Snyder. Um, what, let me. I have to. I've forgotten what he was in. Um, stuff. He was in stuff. If I had to. And tell also you. things. And if things. I remember correctly, yes. Um, stuff and things. James. That is what his his wiki says. Yeah. James yeah. Snyder of things. stuff and things. <laughs> um, he is currently in Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Oh, that's obviously where I know him nice. from then. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he does look a lot like one of the twins, actually. He does. Uh, he's been in Carousel at Good Speed, oh, which our guy. good friend Benedict Braxton Smith is currently working at. Oh, my gosh, he's also if been in then... one of my favourite movies of all time, which is Dangerous Beauty. Yeah. <laughs> he's done a lot, so... Lots okay. and lots. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to send us on a... Anyway, that yep. was that. <laughs> that was that. Um, yeah, so a few songs have been changed. Heather Duke now has her own 
song, which is generally cut out of the like community theatre school oh, production. Gosh. Heather Duke no longer has a song, but she, there is one there oh, for her, which is really too. sad because she's the only one that doesn't sing anything otherwise. <laughs> Poor Duke. She still gets to sing the she candy song. She speaks a lot more. She, spe- she does she's got speak more dialogue. a lot more. Mm. Um, and I Say No was also added, so Veronica has another one to belt her little face off to because <laughs> her role wasn't big enough. No. She is, yeah. Sorry. More belting required. More belting <laughs> required, please. Um, yeah. It's a great show, though. I like it. Anybody have anything to add? Because I've been talking a lot and very quickly. I mean. Well, I feel like Helen has a lot of notes. (laughs) So. Well, I mean, if I had to add anything, I suppose, um, you know, uh, my, my. general kind of take on on this this adaptation because at first I was really quite shocked uh, at the way they uh, sort of rewrote the role of Veronica for the musical. Uh, I thought it was a bit of a bold choice to you know decide that she wasn't you know initially friends with them which is certainly how it's pitched in the film Mm -hmm. uh but then of course I guess as you as you get into it I I realized oh wow no this is actually just a very it's a very clever interpretation to you know like fast forward through all of that important stuff about getting to know everyone um but I think I guess there were so many things that just stood out for me like I mean firstly um uh, you know, beautiful um, Carrie Hope Fletcher, uh, you know, I felt like uh, she made me feel like, uh, you know, a woman like me was standing on that stage, you know, for the first time in a yeah. very long time. <laughs> this is Carrie who played Veronica, Veronica yes. in London. In London. Yes. yes, she was also in the Les Mis touring cast. She's Wasn't everybody. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, she has a super cool YouTube channel though mm. with some original songs on there she's very good yeah yeah and so um, and the other thing that I guess really was astonishing um, is just how fresh uh, you, you know like this is a musical that has a song that actually fits with the emotional like you know turmoil and trajectory of each different character and you actually get to go along with every step of you know of the way with them there's no like whitewashing over oh and now we're going to jump through this bit and look they're there yeah. already yeah. yeah, it's you know they really actually honor um, and and uh, and turn turn all of these like very stereotypical characters into real real people, mm-hmm. and I love that about this. We really get to see like both sides of each character, and you know, and I think that that is such a smart move on on the writer's behalf. It's amazing how they fit it all in. Yes, yes, and you know, usually I think. Uh, you know, in my very amazing Disney upbringing, I, I think <laughs> that uh, you know I'm supposed to just think that the that the lovers are in love. Uh, but this time, you know, I I understood JD and and Veronica, and I felt like I got to go along with them for the journey. And even though I was still left wanting more, I didn't ever feel like I hadn't been given something that I needed. Yeah, yeah. In, in the show, um, and the other, and I guess that that kind of brings me back to you know one of the things you know other other main points that I walked away with which was just that uh, I I hadn't seen a musical that was just so fresh and such a like hot topic um, for the current kind of climate that we live in uh, and and yet it was set in 1989 still yeah. which yeah. is just so exciting 
So, yeah, I, I kind of felt like for me this this musical actually opened up a dialogue with, you know, with like, you know, plays, songs and and young people again, which which yeah, I just thought was so timely. <laughs> I think what I really appreciate from Heather's is the fact that like yes, it's got a lot of music in it, mm. but the songs really do have a different sound and feel and even the slow songs each slow song is different in its own way where I feel like a lot of musicals written post 2000 ish they have a, th- a theme running through them that just makes everything kind of sound the same mm. mm-hmm. and I like a, a slow song is going to be you know what to expect from the next one mm. yeah. hearing the first yeah. and the same said for their like faster numbers mm. and fun stuff but no I like that Heather's kind of each song has its it's thing about mm. it and it makes me super yeah. happy. It manages to use a modern sensibility in the music without turning everything into a pop into song. Into the yeah. Yeah. That's, that's right, yeah. But yeah. It, So in form and structure it's actually a more traditional musical than a lot of the modern stuff we've yeah. seen. Which is probably why I like which it. Which probably <laughs> makes it work a bit better yeah. for yeah. the storytelling, which mm. as we know is kind of important. <laughs> um, unless, of course, you're watching Cats. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think that's what kept me engaged. Because, yeah. you know, not having heard of it when I went to see it, it, it was a little bit of like, oh, I'm just saying it's dragging me. It's just some modern piece of crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but it wasn't in that, uh, you know, it, it connected with me even though I am not a teenage psychopath. No. Yes. But you also Wait, see what? the <laughs> – <laughs> I know. Hard I to believe. Do <laughs> you like that you see the light and shade of each character and I think – we're used to seeing some pretty dark stuff from Lawrence O'Keefe in like Bat Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and Legally then, Blonde. And le- like I mean, then was I was about to say, and then it's like super bubbly so stuff and Legally Blonde. <laughs> this um, is the middle ground. But this is the middle ground yeah. for him and I think he he's nailed, nailed it. it. Nailed it. Can we talk about how incredibly wonderful it is to see a female character like Veronica actually take her power in in the show too? I think that's something else that this show managed to do. Like we, you know, instead of JD climbing in through her window and then all of a sudden like having this sort of lovely romantic night, she's like, I'm a dead girl walking. How am I going to spend the last night on earth? I'm going to storm into this man's house and seduce him. (laughs) While a little tipsy. Yeah. (laughs) How she got in the window. Just great. But I think it's not um, terrible. Like it's it's obviously over dramatized, but it's not terribly out of the realm of what teenagers do put themselves (laughs) through on a daily basis. Um, Yeah. Anything else, guys, or should we move on to lessons learned? I'd love to learn some lessons from Heather. Yeah. Yes, it is an educational piece after all. Let's do that. I'm assuming that the music's finished because I don't have headphones today. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, guys. That was my interpretive dance to tell you the music was finishing, KB. I was ready to break into song. I, next, I would like you all to break into song. Um, the same song at the same time that you've not oh, rehearsed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what have we learnt from Heather's? Um, don't judge a book by its uh, three-coloured cover. 
notes again. <laughs> I think that's because all of the books on the table have I, I three colours. I think in another it. one uh, would definitely be croquet is always okay. Croquet <laughs> is always okay. I like it. <laughs> Julie's just contemplating. <laughs> I am. Um, a good colour scheme is something that's going to catch on in your marketing too, oh, I think. Gosh. Because I mean, they definitely stick with this yes. this concept of each of the Heathers having their thing. Yeah. And I, I'm assuming that comes from the, the it's film. It's not from the film. No? The no. F- they don't – well, they don't it's really a little bit. It's, under, it's understated. Little. In the film it's, it's there. Not but it's not this level of <laughs> every no. McNamara is all yellow yeah. and, and it's not that. Yeah. They, but there are some – I may or may not have attended the last version of Heather's somewhat dressed. She very much did. <laughs> like, as Heather Chandler from the movie. Yeah, as, like she nailed it. I will, I will, I will I attest mean, to that. I didn't wear a red hair scrunchie. Yeah, well. Because it didn't fit over my bun. Oh. So. Wow. Wow. Um, I'm going to say that the dream guy isn't always the greatest choice. Um, <laughs> Veronica... Is very attracted to JD. Mm. She likes him a lot, but uh, yeah, maybe not. You know, and well, she's attracted to the bad boy image, right? Yeah, I don't think she is, she is entirely attracted to the bad boy image. I think she's maybe drawn into what he says more mm. than what because, like, you think of a traditional bad boy, they're not one to quote. Who does he quote? Burle. Uh, gosh, like, well, he's all into Moby Dick and yeah, Sylvia so and, yeah, um, he's very much into like classic literature. Yeah, which I don't. Bo- really th- Baudelaire, you're right. Yeah, is, Baudelaire. Yeah. I don't really think is it like a bad boy image, but he has an like, outsider mm, image. Yeah, he's outsider. an intelligent yeah. character. Yeah. He is I think, very. Intelligent. I think that's what it is. They're they're both these like highly intelligent people, and I think that they yeah that that sparks between them. Somewhat. Absolutely. Um, it's not so much. We're gonna. I'm just gonna mention the really terrible television series that came out. Um, oh, I have. I've refused um, to watch just it. Just very quickly. <laughs> don't. I know. Don't, <laughs> don't watch it. Don't <laughs> watch it. Don't. It's awful. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, but they've made Veronica equally as as psychopathic as JT. Um, and so it's interesting in that sense that the two are drawn together for most of the time. Two people would not. Be drawn as a soci- or a sociopath. <laughs> they, oh, they don't really have those feelings, and yet here we are. Mm. <laughs> I think it's interesting in in the concept of the show to see. Maybe it's not necessarily a lesson, but you see the reasonings that sociopaths have for doing not for doing things, but for making themselves feel okay. Mm. Yeah, How I guess everyone it. everyone Justifying can justify their, their own actions. Yeah, and you're like. Ah! Even kind of kill someone. Yeah, at the extreme. Accidentally on purpose. Yeah. Accidentally on purpose. And you kind of see to their the relationship with the d- dad for JD too. You see the tiniest little <laughs> moments of it. And it's this more is in, drawn the, in the in the television show. In, no, in the television show, you very much see that potentially okay. dad knew that mum was in the building yeah. that he blew yeah, up. Right. Yeah. Um, and in the movie, you kind of it's more alluded to it than it is in the musical. Mm. That it's, potentially yeah. dad mm. is just as crazy. It's not yeah. like secretly alluded to it though, because he says like he saw mum waving yeah. out of the window. But JD mm. saw mum. Oh, JD saw mum. Mm. No, I think you know what is weird. And I was saying, I think I went over to you and said it during the show. Or I might have said it to Beck. Um, if you don't know Heather's already before you watch the musical, the whole scene with JD and his dad when they that very first scene together is super 
super confusing. Right. Because in the movie, it kind of sets it up a little bit better that they're talking as if they're making fun of each other, one and re- role reversal essentially. But in the musical, it stra- jumps straight into that talking and role reversal, and you're like, wait, what? Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with it, and I hadn't seen the movie. So. Yeah. See, I, I mean, guess I, I I liked it. Um, I guess mostly because I think it really highlights what a bizarre and twisted sort of yeah. relationship and family they are. Yeah. Um, but that was on on lessons learned. I I feel like where we're heading with this is that uh, our parents are always well, perhaps <laughs> somewhat <laughs> responsible for how we turn out. Absolutely. <laughs> Might have a little something to do with it. Just a little something. Mm. Just a teeny tiny something. Mm. I think Veronica learns that she should have learnt German. Yes. (laughs) And then she would have known one person would have died and that would be it. Um, Also, don't get distracted by making out and you might pick up a poison. (laughs) (laughs) Like... It's such a Romeo and Juliet moment for me. (laughs) I was re-watching the film the other day and just went, oh, shit, no, just the, oh, just the, like, just that split second to grab the other cup and maybe none of this would have happened. Just look down, (laughs) look into the mug while you walk away and be like, it's blue. Yeah, Yeah. I was also thinking that the other day. I don't think there's any way I would not notice that. Yeah. Mm. Like, uh, mugs are an open vessel. But lucky <laughs> this is entertainment and not meant to be real life at uh, all. <laughs> maybe. Like if it was in a keep cup with a lid, I could understand. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you great. go. Um, I think Drink what safely. we learn mm. from the Heathers particularly, I think everyone goes into high school thinking that the popular people have all their shit together, but that is not the case mm. uh, most of the time. And even the dynamic between the three of them, you kind of wonder if they're actually friends um, or mm. if they just – cling together because they do need that allies. Well, it's all about the power structure. Exactly. Mm. Um, And even Veronica, she stands up to the bullies. She will speak her mind, but also is a bit of a mess of a human Mm. being at times too. Yeah. (laughs) Occasionally. Occasionally. Um, I've forgotten where I was going. But um is a great star. That's it. That's all I got. Oh, uh, the the device of of keeping dead people around in the story, oh, yes, clever. is freaking gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really I enjoy the way it works in this show. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's something yeah. I learned. Well, you just you actually, I mean, you get to really appreciate Heather Chandler even more as a as yeah. a ghost. I would have been really, um, you know, boring if yeah. she just died at the beginning. You never saw her again. Yeah, mm. and the idea that uh, Veronica's reacting to Heather Chandler that nobody else can see. So then the conversations that happen after she's laughed inappropriately or she's said something that doesn't really make sense out loud, you know, that yeah. I like those scenes too. The dialogue becomes quite witty. Can we talk about the use of the 3D glasses as well then in those in those scenes? I don't know. Oh, um, the dream. It was the yeah. dream. Thing. Not everyone has pulled this off very oh, well, you Helen. think? Okay, because, okay, it was pretty impressive. It's the <laughs> one where she falls asleep after um, oh, it was the chorus and you were like, what's happening? Which oh. Chandler's talking to her in her sleep and she's freaking out. Is that what was meant to be happening? The 3D glasses? Yeah, like I did not a, get that. In a dream sequence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, right <laughs> over my head. I just thought it was hilarious, such a perfect choice. Like, I mean, I've seen it before and clearly must have understood it then, but I did not understand yeah, it the right. last time. <laughs> That's good. It is good. Yeah. 
I'd also love to add too that um, I, I feel like Heather's proves um, that subversive humour teaches us the greatest lessons. Yeah. Generally. <laughs> Just generally. No, that's, that's good. Point. It's <laughs> a good point. It's a good point. And it's it's been used constantly throughout yeah. history mm. in theatre a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Book like, of Mormon. I'm just going to make this point by making it funny. Yeah. But seriously, guys. And then you'll listen, <laughs> and it will be stuck in your head, and you'll realise yeah. you can choose to be a better person. Yeah. You could be proud of your dead gay son. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it's a funny song, but because why wouldn't you? Why be? wouldn't you? Um, we also just heard. I well, I also just heard for the first time that um, uh, Curtin Rams' dads. It's only been six years since their little romp. I when I first heard it, it was like, yeah, they were teenagers, and then Julie was like, eighty three. Yeah, <laughs> that's not that long ago. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not that long. That would have been like the beginning of their school, like halfway through middle school or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Things I'm constantly hearing. I've listened to it so many times. Um, anything else, guys? Or can we cast this show? I am so looking forward to putting Zach in all these roles. Oh, I am ready. <laughs> He's on the list. You know Woo-hoo! it. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm ready. Um, so we're gonna cast Heather's using whoever we like, Helen. Okay, great. Whoever we like. Um, but for me, Zach Efron has to be in the cast somewhere. Okay. Um, if you've listened to previous episodes, yes. he's managed to make it into almost all of them that are far the one he was actually in. Far the one he was actually in. Hairspray. There's been a couple, Which but is not just by rude, choice. Really. He's just so I would put Zach Efron in the role of Ram. Um, next Can he to play. Both of them. Next to Col- <laughs> Have you seen Colton Haynes? You need to Google Colton Haynes. And so Zach Efron and Colton Haynes would be Ram and Kurt for me. And See, so they get to spend much of the show in their underwear. Yes. Coat. Julie will be Actually, happy. yes. Yes, they do. Oh, wow. Yes. Mm. So who am I looking at? What's Colton. Colton Haynes. cannot cast oh, I just <laughs> Zach Colt. And, and Colton Haynes up. in any better roles. This is done. Raymond Kurt. Oh. Um, oh. When you have a photo, can you please show Helen so she's part oh of the my. conversation? <laughs> from um, Arrow. Yes, from Arrow. Yes. <laughs> um, he, he came out recently. He did. Yes. In this case, I'm going to put John Barrowman as one of the two dads. <gasps> yeah. oh. He would be perfect to play Colton's dad. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Um, <laughs> they're both from Arrow, so they know each other already. <laughs> That's why I said John Barrowman. Oh my god, it's such a good idea, Julie. Oh. I'm a very good. Do you have agent. any suggestions? Well, Helen? I was going to say maybe, maybe if 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 this Mr. Colton has to be in it, then maybe we need to put a uh, Chris Hemsworth as one of oh. them as well as, a as another dad. As no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going younger. They can play. They can play teenagers. <laughs> he could probably. He's but a very then, buff like, teenager. What about Hemsworth? like you know Sorry. like Samwise Gamgee and you know uh, <laughs> Frodo? Would it be too <laughs> gross? Would it be hilarious? Put 
Chris and Liam in as Kurt and Ram? Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> that's a great idea. I mean, I guess they technically weren't a couple. They weren't a couple. So they were just it would be fine. A rumoured couple. <laughs> um, I've been watching a lot of the assassination of Gianni Versace. So I put Darren Chris as JD. Um, <laughs> nice. He plays a very good psychopath. <laughs> yeah, I think this is really hard when we already have a movie to go up against. It's and true. Christian Slater is Christian, Christian Slater. Slater is very <laughs> I good. thought for a second when you said Darren Chris. I was thinking of the guy from Savage Garden. Nope. Oh. <laughs> no, oh, no. No. Oh, Wait, no. Darren. Darren, Chris, the guy I'm, from okay. Glee, a very funny musical. Darren Hayes from Savage Garden. <laughs> Different. Different um, Darren. I am just going to keep the ball rolling. I really like talking today. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, but Beanie Feldstein as Martha. She's currently in the movie Booksmart. She's featured a lot on Ben Platt's oh, Instagram. Yes. They're yes. very good friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, we can get Ben in to do we a We could get part Ben then. in. He yeah. could play the someone. nerd. He can play someone. He might be okay as JD. He might be. Nah. Maybe. <laughs> According to Miranda, <laughs> nah. He no, could be I'm like, Sa- if we have Sam Wise Ganji as Ram, then Ben could play Kurt. <laughs> what is that oh actor's name? God. Why can I not remember? Why are you looking Who at played Sam? Um, he was just in Stranger Things. Yes, he's wonderful. The, Wait. The guy. The guy. Yeah. Sam yeah. from <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Oh, gross. <laughs> oh, that guy. Anyway, I would cast Kristen Chenoweth as Miss Fleming. Okay, because I think she can play a, a crazy arts teacher quite well. Sean Astin. What about uh, the, oh, yeah, Sean right. Astin? Thank yeah. you. Um, and then we've got the woman from the show who was in that thing that played that role. I really that can't one. Google that. That's no. the one. Yeah, that she'd be great at that role. Uh, I like her from The West Wing, and she did. A she woman. played a teacher in Ten oh, Things I Hate yes, About You. Yes, yes, she's incredible. Oh, oh, she's been doing. Alison Janney. Yeah. How did yeah. I get that? Yeah, I'm amazed. so good with names. <laughs> mm-hmm. She would actually be quite good. I think Zane's gonna have a heart she attack would be over quite there in good. the corner. <laughs> but as Veronica and the Heathers, hear me out. Okay. I've got Samantha. Hear me out. <laughs> I've got Samantha Barks as Veronica. Sure. She played uh, Eponine in Les Mis. Oh, yes. um, Taylor Louderman as Heather Chandler. She's currently playing Regina in Mean Girls, so it seems like a pair. Anna Kendrick as Heather Duke because mm-hmm. I'd really like to see her play sing Never Shut Up Again. I think that would be so <laughs> and funny. And she would look good in green. And she would look so good in green. <laughs> She'd be like um, and then a, like old school, not really old school, she's currently in Nashville, uh, Hayden Panettiere Ooh. as Heather oh, McNamara. Yeah. Mm. Um, just because we haven't seen her in something for a little while. Um, but anybody else have any other suggestions? I'd like to see Rebel Wilson play Heather Chandler. <sighs> I think I think that would be... <laughs> you had better be making the world's best joke. <laughs> Producer Zane has just thrown his headphones off in disgust. <laughs> Lay back, arms folded, he's done. He's so mad about you saying that. Do you mean Rebel Wilson or do you mean someone else? I I think I meant like I just wanted to drop a cat among the pigeons. (laughs) She's just trying to be controversial. (laughs) Such a Veronica thing to do. Yes, because secretly that is my and new favourite And did you say role. it's Chandler? <laughs> yeah. I think 
if you were going for a, a certain type of comedy, then she would actually she would be have quite to be. funny in the role. <laughs> um, I mean, if we're also going to age up the cast quite a bit. <laughs> well, to be fair, a lot of the cast are probably th- in their thirties yeah. of the show. Like, yeah, we also cast Zac Efron. <laughs> Zac Efron will always be twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Zac Efron's like. 30. Only 30 or 31. Exactly. He's not that old. He is not that old, people. But Rebel Wilson is. He will never age. Knocking on the door of 40. <laughs> anyway. Um, any other? Can I suggest. You can. That in a time warp, time zone situation, Me. we take the three girls from Destiny's Child oh. and they play the three. <laughs> yes. That is actually brilliant. I love that. Um, so obviously Beyonce, uh, Beyonce is Chandler. Is Chandler yeah. And then no one cares who the other two play. Are we going to Kelly Rowland would have to be, be Duke. Yeah. Or, but yes, because like let's face it, I don't even know the name of the other one. Well, there was there, like the Beyonce, other one, Kelly there was and one and then it left. Beyonce, left, Kelly and <gasps> see. Oh this no, she like, always gets forgotten. But I don't the think the third one changed. The third one changed after their like second oh, it's album Michelle, or something. Michelle, it's yeah. Michelle. Like the main one that people generally know is Michelle, she's right. No, I don't know for sure. She's <laughs> oh yeah, that works. I like that. But then who would play Veronica opposite Beyonce? I don't well, know Solange. Solange. What is her name? <laughs> As in her sister. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, Rebel Wilson could play Veronica. Well, I was thinking, no, Zoe Saldana. She would, oh, yeah. she would have to. Yeah. She'd be quite good. <laughs> I, now I can only picture her in green, though. Oh. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. No. Well, not the, as Alphabet. Who's the woman who plays her blue sister then? We'll just take her. Yeah. Oh, Karen, uh, Karen Gillan from okay. Doctor Oh, I would sure, take her just because I like her. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Anyway, um, we're going to go to our top fives because I'm getting the wrap up signal. (laughs) (laughs) All righty, we are going to put this show on top five. Dot, dot, dot. My, my personal top five musicals. Yeah, it's yeah. my personal top five. Top five Mine high too. school musicals. It's probably yep. number five after High School Musical, High School Musical 2, High School Musical 2. <laughs> <laughs> and Grease. And Grease. Uh, yes. <laughs> then Heathers. Uh, I'm going to say top five cult movie to musicals. Really? I mean, there's quite a few on that list There now. is, but it's probably top five. Yeah. I'll give it to you. I'll let you have it. Like yeah. I'm the arbiter of all things. Thank you, Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> um, can we go top five singing dead characters? Yes. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Who else would be on that list? Well, there's Bobby quite a Strong few. from You're in Town. Yeah, like everyone from Les Mis. Everyone <laughs> from Les Mis. Apart from three. Mm. Okay, all right, all right. I'm going to say top five. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, I just turned into Matthew McConaughey. Um, <laughs> top five Ooh, dark comedy musical. Totally. He could play JD. No, he couldn't. If we were also Why casting not? like Kate Hudson as Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's all gone. Top five teen angst. Top five teen angst. Oh, this one and Dear Evan Hansen and And Many Mochill. Everything else. (laughs) I want to see, I want to say like like top five, uh, you know, like design awards, if that's the list. Yeah. I like it. Did it win? 
I don't think it, it actually did. Get nominated oh. for oh, that's the thing. They did get non- nominated for many awards. Mm. Um, it got nominated Robbed. for. The off-Broadway production got nominated for two Drama Desk Awards, Outstanding Music and Outstanding Actress for Barrett Wilbur-Weed and Lucille Lortel Awards. I don't know what they are. For also Outstanding Lead... I know, it's bad. I'll look it up. Um, Outstanding Lead Actress in a Musical, again, to Barrett and Outstanding Choreographer. And then the West End production got nominated for one, two, three, four, six What's On Stage Awards and won two of them. What is on Um, stage? It is a Theatre Goers' Choice Awards organised by the website okay. whatsonstage.com. No, anyway. We <laughs> yeah. It was a rhetorical question. I've got to continue <laughs> answering <laughs> your rhetorical question. Producer Zane suggested it may be, which if I lip read you correctly, top five comedy musicals. Wow, that's mm. a top big five call. comedy musicals. I would, I would rate that. That's a very big call, yeah. which I also I mean, it's my <laughs> top five of everything. But I don't know if it would be like there are a lot of comedies out there, producer Zane. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Who can't defend himself. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to pick a five. <laughs> I want to add to uh, top five best roles for women. Yes. Yes. Mm. Like every and female every, every role. role <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because there's, yeah. Provides a lot. Mm. It's yes. a lot of choice. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of choice. I and also want to say top 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 five bad guys too. Yeah. I think he's one of the best. Should be. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Top five bad guys slash romantic. Like it's not often that you have the bad guy is the also the romantic yeah, lead. It's true. Um top five I'm gonna say top five rewrites in that I like that's a personal one. Mm. I prefer your welcome over blue. And I like that. Yeah, um, no, Heather Duke got a solo. Yeah, um, many others. Mm-hmm. I think I'm finished. You think you're finished? Wow. <laughs> that was really scary. <laughs> <laughs> That's not just this episode. Like she thinks she's finished. <laughs> Done. <laughs> this is the end of Miranda. Everyone say goodbye. <laughs> Bye, Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. Never leave okay. us. And then. Anyway, top five. Top five. I, I look. I'd put it in my like. Like top five musicals jam packed with hits. Yeah. Oh, bangers. I yeah. love top, top five, five bangers. bangers. Top Thank five you. bangers. What <laughs> is your favorite song in the show? Oh, no. Oh, so sorry. I, dare, I think I'm going to have to say Dead Girl Walking. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Julie? Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, I can't. I, uh, if I had, I don't know. 17? Uh, mine is no. so that's my oh, runner-up. No. Really? Oh. I think Candy Store. Candy yeah. Store. Miranda. Yeah. Candy Store is my favourite sing-along song, but yeah. um, I love my dead gay sons. Nice. Oh, oh yes. yes. Oh, my favourite <laughs> is like a slower one. It's um, Fight For Me. Ah. I like it a lot. Ew. Uh, <laughs> I know. You, everyone going, uh. Uh, <laughs> Go listen to it. Because you're all like, that's the one we skip. No. <laughs> Julie's um, favourite song is Blue. Which is really <laughs> upset. Actually, no. That probably was. <laughs> and now it's past gone. Tense. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's move on, shall we? Sure. Helen. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you doing? What are you filling your t- 
time with at the moment? Oh, my goodness. Well, <laughs> Storm Boy is currently on. If you want to go and catch a uh, Dead Puppet Society and mm. Queensland Theatre Company and Melbourne Theatre Company show. Amazing. That's a lot of company. There's it's a lot a of company. Lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, yes, beautiful, beautiful work uh, for those of you who love a good bit of visual theatre. Yeah. Our Dead Puppets puppets are always the greatest <laughs> thing in the world. So Thank you. you want to go have a look at that. Um Awesome. How long is that playing for? I think we're at the Playhouse for another another two weeks. Amazing. I want to suggest I should um, I should actually check those dates. That is a okay. <laughs> we will link all the info yeah. in the show just notes. Keep but up two to weeks it. from yeah. when? Uh, <laughs> two weeks from <laughs> opening night as of last Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows? You may or may not be able to see Storm Boy. Look, if you want to go see Storm Boy, just rock up to your local theatre and see if it's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <wait>. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, and if you want to connect with Dead Puppets, we'll link all of that info too. Yeah. It's amazing. Also, though, um, if you if you do happen to miss Storm Boy because I didn't have the dates, <laughs> uh, you will be able to see uh, Laserbeak Man at QPAC. Amazing. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you want to want to find a um, an evening in your calendar to just experience nothing but joy and music and remote controlled drones, then yes. and puppets, <laughs> then so, do not miss this sounds one. Sounds like an absurd, <laughs> and wonderful combination. It's going to be amazing. It really Claim to fame. <laughs> if you haven't, if you don't know about Dead Puppet Society, I would highly recommend you looking them up. And Excellent company. Helen's amazing. Thank you for joining us. Thank you Helen. so much for having me, everyone. This has been the best time. The best time. <laughs> so win. very, actually. So very. <laughs> um, yeah, guys, we're going to all go for Slurpees in a second. It's going to be fun. <laughs> this is literally now, Slurpees like, downstairs. Yes. <laughs> At 7 Eleven, we Woo! can sing this all the songs. Right there. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. If you would like to connect with the musicals after this highly entertaining episode, you can do so via the website. That's not canonproductions.com forward slash M-T-M-E-I-K through Facebook at Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, Twitter and Instagram at Musicals Teach Me, or you can send us an email, which I will happily respond to at Musicals Taught Me Podcast at gmail.com. But what we really, really need you to do, because I want to see Zane do the Necronomicon, you need to jump onto <laughs> Patreon at patreon.com forward slash musicals taught me everything I know and you know just like even if you just donate like two dollars to us every month you will go into the numbers at which we need to hit a thousand for Zane to do this and I feel like we can get there you are so supportive of our podcast and I want to see Zane dance <laughs> the Necronomicon. We um, all do. We, we all, all want do. to see it. And you guys want to see it. I've already signed up as a patron <gasps> of the arts on <laughs> patreon.com slash musical taught me everything I know. I've already been counted. Amazing. Well, it's about time we probably did the same. Whoops. <laughs> um, <laughs> I pay for parking every time I'm here. Become a patron. You get super cool perks that nobody else gets. There's a few top five lists on there that are our own personal. There's some content that we haven't released to the public. It's all very exciting. <laughs> um there's even an episode about cats on there. If you wanna see if you wanna hear it, then you know how to do it. But if you 
cannot donate to us for whatever reason, then jump onto iTunes or Spotify or your favorite podcatcher. Rate, review, subscribe, or just keep us on repeat because then we're just... Share it with your friends. Share it with your friends. Tell your friends how wonderful Heather's is and listen to it together. You've had to listen to us bang on about it for almost an hour or however long this or is. Or at least an hour out. and a half now. Yeah. Yeah. Put your friends through the same torture. Exactly. It's going to be great. Thanks for joining us, Helen. Thanks so much Come for having back me, KB. Anytime. I would love to. Uh, it's been me, KB, with Julie Eisenberger. Miranda Selwood. We will see you next week. Bye. 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 What should I listen to now? We are Castology. This is our podcast about podcasts. We are your castologists, Patrick Shearer, Liz Best, and Zancy Weber. Each week, we'll bring you three of the best and sometimes not so best podcasts around. We'll also do the hard work and trawl the RSS feeds to find the newest podcast that should be on your radar. And then next week, we come back and tell you what we thought of the recommendations and bring three new sparkling podcasts to check out. Now, will we always agree with each other's picks? Probably not. But hey, you're clever. You know that's how reviews work. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcatcher of your choice. That's not kind of productions podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.